listening to Tassie Encounters on Faith FM, coming to you live from Tasmania, right across Australia. Each weekday at 9am, you can hear what the Bible says about past, current and future events. Learn how to study the Bible more effectively. Get to know who God is, why we're here and where we're going, and experience personal encounters with Jesus. I'm your host, Carmelina Bikino, and this morning we have Donna Shepherd, sorry, Donna Shepherd in the studio. Welcome, Donna. Thank you. Um, we have another Connecting the Dots episode for you this morning. Um, but Donna, I believe you've been on the radio before. Did you want to remind our listeners when you were here? Or? Yes, I was here just before um, Christmas, and that was my first time. Oh, did you enjoy it? Definitely. <laughs> well, I shared a personal experience then, I think. Mm, oh, well, we're very happy to have you back. Thank you. And we're excited to um, hear about what you have for us this morning. So if you missed out on Donna's episode last time, um, you can actually catch that episode on the Faith FM app and on the Faith FM website. We go under Programs, you can find us under Tassie Encounters or Connecting the Dots, and you can listen to those programs there. So, Donna, today you've titled this episode or this program, It's Okay to Not Be Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, we, we're really good at that concept, you know, God is good all the time and all the time God is good. And mm. I think that sometimes we, we have a very limited understanding of that and then when things start to happen, it, it kind of shakes our faith. So, mm. it's really important sometimes that we have an underst- a proper contextual understanding of things so mm. we could have magical thinking where we have a belief that our thoughts, wishes or desires can actually influence the result of something mm. because there's some sort of link so for example um, you know, people might say "Oh, every time I wash my doona it rains oh. And they actually believe that because it's probably happened a few times. And my response to that is, well, the farmers who are experiencing drought would love you. Can you can you just connect with one of them and, and let them know when you're going to wash your dinners? Or they'll let you know when they've just planted a crop and they'll tell you, can you wash your dinners today mm-hmm. and see what happens? And usually they'll laugh because they know that they can't make it yeah, happen like that. It's a little ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and so I think it's it's that's a flawed way of thinking, mm. but it's so easy to get caught up in that. You know, mm. I think I'm having a bad day, therefore I'm having a bad day, mm. kind of thing. Um, sometimes we form hypotheses, so we form a conclusion, but it's based on very limited evidence, mm. and that's what we start with. We don't necessarily go into Working out whether or not it's true, we don't put it in context. We just believe this one thing. So it might be something like, um, this thing doesn't taste good. Mm. And it could have been for a number of reasons. It could have been that it wasn't prepared well or, you know, you were on the verge of getting COVID so your taste was going off or some of those other (laughs) wonderful things there. But without... Putting that in context, your belief that, oh, this particular thing doesn't taste good, like Brussels sprouts taste mm. disgusting. But if, and lots of times those um, informations we have are passed on by other people, whereas mm. if you kind of soak them in balsamic vinegar and then 
rust them. They're actually quite lovely. Oh, I'd have to try that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and a bit of honey as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> or we can base our conclusion on facts. Mm-hmm. Now, a fact is something that is known or proven to be true. Mm-hmm. So, fact, we are living in Tasmania. Yes. If we say that to anyone anywhere in the world at any time, they can check to see. Physically, we are located on the island called Tasmania. So that's Mm -hmm. a fact, regardless of when or how we say that. And I think when we're dealing with our Christian experiences, those are the things we need to focus on. Mm -hmm. Not the magical thinking, not the hypotheses based on a partial belief, Mm. but we need to be basing things on fact. Mm. And I think it's, when things are going really well, it's okay to accept that Mm. original statement, God is good all the time, and all the time God is good, you know. And if we turn to Deuteronomy um, Mm 7-9, we have a bit of an idea of, of, you know, what people think of that. Yeah, so we're reading from the New King James Version this morning. And Deuteronomy chapter 7 verses 9 says, Therefore know that the Lord your God, he is God, the faithful God who keeps covenant and mercy for a thousand generations with those who love him and keep his commandments. So that was verse 9. And 10 as well. You want a 10 as well? Sure. And he repays those who hate him to their face to destroy them. He will not be slack with him who hates him. He will repay him to his face. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and so we have this idea that mm. if we do good, God will bless us. Mm. And if bad happens, it's because we're not being blessed. Um, mm. But let's go over to James one thirteen to 15. Mm-hmm. Just one moment. <laughs> So James chapter 1, oh, that was, we thought, no, that's not it. Um, so what we that was James, James chapter one, 1, verses 13, 13 to 15. And that says, let no one say when he is tempted, I am tempted by God, for God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he himself tempt anyone. But each one is tempted when he is drawn away from his own desires and enticed. Then, when desire has conceived, it is birth to sin, and sin, when it is full grown, brings forth death. Yeah, mm. and I think that gives a better context to things. Mm. There are going to be times when what what happens is a direct consequence of what we do. Mm. But again... There are things that look at life like life doesn't just happen in that context mm. because other people have prayers, other people have um, experiences, and sometimes those things influence our lives, our impact on our lives. Mm. And the second part of this is that even from the days of the Jews, they had a belief that, or even before the Jews, they had a belief that. Um, when something wrong happened, it was because he sinned. So we think mm. of the man who was blind from birth, mm. and he came to Jesus for healing. And the first thing that um, the people around asked, they asked Jesus, 
who who sinned? Was it mm. you know him or his parents? Mm. And Jesus's reply was very interesting. He said to them, "No one's. It's not because of sinned, mm. but this was done so that." my glory can be shown mm-hmm. and i think that that's a really interesting that that kind of as another context mm-hmm. to the whole picture what if sometimes the things that are happening have nothing to do with whether we've been obedient or disobedient to mm-hmm. god or whether we've drawn away and be tempted mm-hmm. or if we sinned or it's some generational sin yeah but simply because the way things are going, somebody else's decision has impacted on your life, mm. and God has allowed this to happen yeah. so that His glory can be shown mm. and His power. Yeah, absolutely. It's a it's a difficult one because um, so easy people are to blame God, aren't they? Mm. And when you know He wants His glory to be shown in you instead, so. Absolutely, yeah. and I and I think it's really important to remember um, we are involved in a spiritual warfare. So mm. I'm gonna go quickly to Job chapter one, yes, um, verses six to seven, mm-hmm. six to twelve. Sorry, mm. and yep. just read that quickly. Sure thing. Um, so this section is actually titled "Satan's Attack." Oh, Satan attacks Job's character. Now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan also came among them. And the Lord said to Satan, From where do you come? So Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro on the earth, and from walking back and forth on it. Then the Lord said to Satan, Have you considered my servant Job, that there is none like him on the earth, a blameless and upright man, one who fears God and shuns evil. So Satan answered the Lord and said, Does Job fear God for nothing? Have you not made a hedge around him, around his household and around all that he has on every side? You have blessed the work of his hands and his possessions have increased in the land. But now stretch out your hand and touch all that he has and he will surely curse you to your face. And the Lord said to Satan, Behold, that he is, he has is ooh, all that he has is in your power. Only do not lay a hand on his person. So Satan went out from the presence of the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> um, we'll, we'll probably come back to this later on in the program. We're going to a break now, but before we go to the break, uh, we have a question for you all listening, and it is, when was a time you felt like God was silent? Text us in this morning on 0488-880891. We would love to hear from you. This first song is Same God by Hannah Kerr. same God who makes the planet spin Tells the tide when it should rise Put the color in my eyes The same God who makes the seasons change Knows the number of the stars Every secret in my heart All my doubts, all my questions In every fear I have about what might happen 
Tazzy Encounters on Faith FM and this morning we have Donna Shepherd and she is talking to us about it's okay to not be okay. Before the break we did inform you of our listener question which is when was a time you felt like God was silent? Text us in this morning on 0488880891. So Donna we have just read a passage in Job. Um, and it was talking about how God was showing to, to Satan, I've got this amazing servant, Job. Um, and Satan says, well, take your hand off him, like stop protecting him. Um, what, would you like to, what would you like us to bring out from this passage? And I think that's the context mm. I wanted to put mm. um, all of what we believe in. God is good all the time and all the time God is good. God knows best and sometimes the trials that you're having in your life is simply because 
Satan is trying to disprove God to you, mm. but God knows your faithfulness, and God is going to allow him to do that. And so he may say to God, well, you know, this person's only serving you because they've got a really good job. Mm. Take their job away or take their wife away or mm. take one of their kids away or take their health away and see how faithful they are. Mm. And when you put it like that, when you think of it like that, then we do not, we can continue that question. God is mm. good all the time and all the time God is good. Mm. I wanted to read a passage from the Desire of Ages. Mm. It's on page 490 and it goes like this. It says... Beyond the cross of Calvary, with its agony and shame, Jesus looked forward to the great final day when the prince of power of the air will meet his destruction in the earth so long marred by his rebellion. Jesus beheld the work of evil forever ended and the peace of God filling earth and heaven. And that's something that I want us to focus on now as we go through the rest of the presentation. Mm. What we are experiencing in our day-to-day life, there's an end coming. Mm. So there are a number of ways that we can look at this. Now, sometimes the natural response is to focus on ourselves and the circumstances so that we can look for answers. So when we lose our jobs or when we get this random cancer diagnosis, even Mm. though we've had the most healthy life or when one of our family members give up their faith or when someone close to us dies because of a drunk driver Mm. um we tend to focus on on things so let's job is really good for this um um, presentation and Mm -hmm. that's what i'm based it on so let's turn to job three Mm -hmm. um verse one yeah and job job three chapter one says after this job opened his mouth and cursed the day of his birth yeah. Mm. And let's also add Job 4, 3 to 6, and then I'll continue. Yes. Surely you have instructed many, and you have strengthened weak hands. Your words have upheld him who was stumbling, and you have strengthened the feeble knees. But now it comes upon you, and you are weary. It touches you, and you are troubled. Is not your reverence your confidence? And the integrity of your ways, your hope. So the first verse was Job mm. thinking, woe is me, I should never have been born. And the second one is his mm. friend saying, like, you know, he's having this pity party and his mm. friends bring it to his attention. But the thing is, our response to situations should not be the focus on self and circumstances. Mm. And I'm going to introduce you to a concept called absolute truth. And... Absolute truth is something that is true at all times and in all places. It is something that is always true, no matter what the circumstances. Mm. It is a fact that cannot change. When we focus on God, we are able to bring that absolute truth. God is good all the time and all the time God is good. And so what happens is if our thinking does not match that, then there's nothing wrong with God and his goodness. There's something wrong with our understanding of the situation. Mm. And if we continue to look at the bigger picture, life gets better for us. Mm. So let's go back to Job Mm. chapter 2, verse 9 and 10 and see what he says. Then his wife said to him, 
do you still hold fast to your integrity? Curse God and die. But he said to her, You speak as one of the foolish women as one of the foolish women speaks. Shall we indeed accept good from God, and shall we not accept adversity? In all this, Job did not sin with his lips. And that's that's really something important mm-hmm. for us to remember. God is not just good when good happens. God is good all the time. That mm-hmm. is an absolute truth. That does not change. What changes may be our understanding of the situation, but God is still good. So in Isaiah 55 verses 8 and 9, mm-hmm. God says this, My thoughts are not your thoughts. My ways are not your ways. For as high as the heavens are than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Mm-hmm. God knows the end from the beginning, and therefore he knows what's going to happen. God will never let anything happen to you that you cannot deal with. And so that's something that's really important to remember. Mm. But we talked about the story of the blind man in John. And in that story, it was, you know, people had thought that his blindness happened because he had sinned or because his parents had sinned. Imagine the torment that he'd endured during that time because someone saying, well, you, this has happened to you because of your fault. Mm. And I think sometimes there are times in our own lives where we believe that the situation we have is our own doing, our own making. And so when we have that sort of um, attitude, we're less likely to seek help for it. We're less likely to try to do something about it. If we think, well, I broke my leg because of whatever it is, we're not going to do much with our rehab. No. You know, it's, it's like I, I know someone who got in a car accident. Um, they had an affair and they were coming back home and they got into mm. a car accident. And they had broken their hip and they had the initial surgery, but they didn't have physio. And part of that was because they believed that that was a direct punishment for them and so for the rest of their life mm-hmm. they had this hip problem oh. and when we when we think like that we're not that gets in the way we're not able to reach out to God because we hold on to the guilt God forgives our sins mm. even if we do the wrong thing God will not just leave us stranded mm. if we just reach out to God then God will help. God would intervene. And so holding on to things is is quite dangerous because it it helps us to, well, not help. It doesn't help in any way. What it does is it causes us, I should say, to be separated from God. And when we do that, Satan has won that part of the battle Mm. because not only has something happened, he's convinced us that it's our fault and he's caused us to let go of God. All we need to do is reach out. God isn't going to take the, you know, the broken hip away. But who knows, the rehab might happen and we may be able to get back to full function. But sometimes we get in our way because we choose not to reach out to God. Mm. No. It's it's a very interesting concept, you know. Um, 
there are lots of times when we think that God is silent, but I think it's more that we are silent toward mm. God. And it may not be that we're not actually crying, as in we're not praying to God, but maybe instead of praying, um, God, why did this happen? God, why did you let this happen? Because when we're doing that, we're giving blame to God. Mm. And that's not the kind of a solution. Imagine if I came to you, Kami, mm. to say, like, why did you do this to me? Why, why, why? And I'm, every time you try to talk, I have the idea that you've hurt me on purpose. Mm. I'm not really going to be listening to what you're telling me. I'm not interested in... And everything you say, I'm going to take as an excuse. Mm. I don't really... No, this is an excuse. You shouldn't have done that. Mm. And therefore, I'm not coming to you with the spirit of reconciliation. When we blame God, it's the same thing. Mm. And I think a better way of looking at situations like this is... Um, rather than why have you done this to me God why have you let this happen how can I use this God mm. what lesson are you trying to teach me you know how are we going to do this together mm. and not only with God but maybe if we would go into our personal relationships like that imagine how much hurt would be healed yeah. imagine what our lives would be like because God's glory would be present not only in our relationships with God but also in our relationships with each other and that would be pretty amazing mm, absolutely well I'm sure we have much more to continue over through for our last uh, in our next program uh, not program um, <laughs> after our break sorry everybody um, We before we go to the break we have our listener question again when was a time you felt like God was silent? Text us in this morning on 048880891. Also, we have our free book offer coming up later on in the program, and it is God is Listening. Be sure to stick around for that. This next song is Peace Like a River. I've got peace like a river. I've got peace like a river. I've got
by the support of Adventist World Radio. You're listening to Tazzy Encounters on Faith FM and this morning we have Connecting the Dots with Donna Shepherd and we are talking about It's Okay to Not Be Okay. So Donna, we've been looking at a few passages and a few examples of how guilt can really interfere with us accepting grace. So your story about how someone was in an accident and wouldn't agree to do rehab. Like, um, how are we going to be moving through for our next section of the program? Well, I think remembering at the beginning, we said Mm. God is good all the Mm. time and all the time God is good. And the good news is that God is a personal God. Mm. He's not a Santa Claus God who will give you coal if you're not obedient. Mm. He is actually a God who's willing to come where you are and bring you back. So you don't have to believe that from my mouth. Let's go to the Bible. So mm. Romans eight twenty six to 27. One moment. Many verses and I absolutely love it. Romans 8, chapter 26 to 27. Oh, verses 26 to 27. All right, and just a reminder, we are reading from the New King James Version this morning. And it says, Likewise, the Spirit also helps in our weaknesses, for we do not know what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Now he who searches the heart knows what the mind of the Spirit is because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. And that's the good news. Mm. We will not always have the answers. It will not always make sense. But in our ignorance, in our desperation, in our weakness, in our vulnerabilities, Mm. in our desperation, just go to God. Because he will listen. Not only will he listen, but he will intervene. Mm. And 
In 1 Kings 19, we have the story of Elijah. So Elijah had been on Mount Carmel and he'd just, you know, with God's, he's reached out to God and fire came down and the altar, even the altar was consumed. And it was, again, the bringing the glory to God and helping the Israelites and the enemies to know that God is good all the time. All the time, God is good. Mm. But Jezebel came. So we talked about the fact that, you know, it's on the high. Things are going well. Mm. Right after that encounter, Queen Jezebel came to Elijah. Well, she didn't come to him, but she mm-hmm. sent a message to him. I'm going to kill you mm-hmm. because he'd gotten all of her priests killed. And he'd shown the people that God, the God of heaven, is more powerful than her God. Mm. She was angry. And that faith that he had on top of that mountain quickly disintegrated and he ran. He Mm. outran the chariots and he hid. But it wasn't because he didn't believe that God was going to protect him. It was one of those, woe is me. I don't Mm. believe it. Nobody else is doing anything. It's just me, God. This is so difficult. And God comes to him. So if you go to... um, Chapter 19, verses 11 to 13, mm. we'll see. And it it goes on to say this. God told him to go stand on the mountain, and God passed by. There was a great wind. The wind was so strong, the mountain felt like the rocks were coming off of it. That's how strong it was. But God wasn't there. Then there was an earthquake, so the rocks did come off. But God wasn't there. Then there was a fire, but God wasn't there. After the fire, a still, small voice. And then verse 13 says this, When Elijah heard it, he wrapped his face in his mantle, and men taught and stood at the entrance of the cave. Suddenly a voice came to him and said, What are you doing here, Elijah? Mm-hmm. God is not going to, t- we're not going to hear God with all of the noise of the problems. If we're focusing on ourselves and we're focusing on the situation, we cannot hear God's voice. Mm. It is only when we stop to be quiet that we will hear God calling out. Mm. And He has promised, you don't have to cry out to me with big fancy words. It's just, Just be real. Mm. Be honest with me. And I'll hear you because the Holy Spirit has already brought your case to me. Mm. And I've heard him. You know. And we were talking about Job. Job eventually got to the point where God let him talk. It went on Mm. for like 30 verses. Mm. 30 chapters, sorry. He was just having this massive whinge. God let him do that. And afterwards, God responded to him. So in chapter 38, verses um, 1 to 4, this was God finally beginning. He said, he answered all to the world women and said, Who is this who darkens counsel by words without knowledge? Now prepare yourself a command. I will question you and you will answer me. Mm. Where were you when I lay the foundations of the earth? Tell me if you have understanding. And then God went on for another like four chapters as well. So God didn't go on as long as he did. Mm. But basically, God was saying this, you know, and 
Ellen White in Patriots and Prophets, page 694, talking about this, says this, All earthly powers are under the control of the infinite one. To the mightiest ruler, to the most cruel oppressor, he says, Hitherto shall thou come, but no further. Mm. God is good all the time, and all the time God is good. What is that saying to us? Mm. No matter what is happening to you, it's not bigger than God. God has the last word. Mm. We just need to hold on to God. And it's 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 difficult to hold on, you know. Mm. And I think one of the messages that comes out of the story of Job is that at no point in time did it say Job became unfaithful. And I think... Mm. A lot of times we think if we haven't let go of God fully, then it's okay. It's not. And But what this whole um, chap book is telling us is that there are going to be times when your faith is tested so strongly, you can't feel God, you can't hear Him, and you just wallow in self-pity. Mm. And it feels like your friends desert and maybe your family desert and you feel like Job or you feel like Elijah, you're all alone. There's no one else. But that's not true. There is always good because God is good all the time and all the time God is good. When we're able to focus on that, then things get better. Mm-hmm. We're going to look at um, Paul. So Paul had these experiences. They weren't just Old Testament experiences. So in Second Corinthians 12, 6 to 10, we're going to listen to Paul's experience about this. Mm. It says, For though I might desire to boast, I will not be a fool, for I will speak the truth. But I refrain lest anyone should think of me above what he sees me to be or hears from me. At least I should be exalted above measure by the abundance of the revelations. A thorn in the flesh was given to me a messenger from of Satan to to buffet to buffer me, lest I be exalted above measure. Concerning this thing, I pleaded with the Lord three times that I might that it might depart from me, and He said to me, "My grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, most gladly, I will rather boast in my infirmities." that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches, in needs, in persecutions, in distresses for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Yeah. And this is, this is really important, you know. Mm. Ellen White wrote on this, and that's found in The Present Truth, January 30, 1890, and it says this. It is best not, it is not best to mark out some special way in which God might work to fulfill your desires. Your ways, your plans may not be God's ways or God's plans. The promise that you have thought suited to your need will be fulfilled in unlooked for blessings greater than you have asked or thought. Remember that you are not to doubt because you do not receive the very thing for which you ask. Paul requested that the troublesome thorn in the flesh might be removed, but the Lord gave that which was way more valuable, grace, to endure it patiently. The strength of Jesus was made perfect in weakness, and Paul was able, through Christ, to bear about in his body the dying of the Lord Jesus. Jesus prayed that it 
If it were possible, the bitter cup might be removed, but he was not released from the obligation of drinking it. Strength is imparted to him to drain its bitter dregs. Jesus said, Not as I will, but as thou wilt. With these precious examples before us, let us trust the name of the Lord and stay upon our God. Mm, Amen. Um, Well, it's now time to go over our book offer for today. It is titled God is Listening, Help in Daily Living by Ellen G. White. Prayer is the opening of the heart to God as to a friend. Is there some secret formula we need to learn in order to pray successfully? Does God really hear us when we pray? If you want to know more about effective prayer, then God is Listening will encourage you on this journey of discovery. The code is after the break, but this next song is The Love of God by One Glory. Every man, a scribe I trade. 
you're listening to Tazzy Encounters on Faith FM and we are finishing up our program today with Donna Shepherd and we've been talking about it's okay to not be okay. As promised, we have our giveaway for this morning. We have quite a few copies to give away, so be sure to text in. It is for God is Listening, Help in Daily Living, written by Ellen G. White. To claim this free copy, be sure to text in Connect. 38, C-O-N-N-E-C-T, and the numbers 38, no spaces. Um, text that in to 0488880891. That code is CONNECT38, C-O-N-N-E-C-T, and the numbers 3 and 8, no spaces. Text that in to 0488880891 to claim your free offer today. So Donna, we've been talking about it's okay to not be okay. How are we finishing up this morning? I want to share an experience with you because I think sometimes we feel like we are going through things on our own and other people don't have these experiences. So I want to share with you an experience I had. This is a, well, a lot of years ago now, probably over 10 years ago. And um, just, I had that you know, the why me, God, why did you let this happen? This is not fair. I haven't done anything wrong experience. And I'd been brewing over this so much and being so upset with God that I just couldn't do church. I could not go and face others and be happy and feel blessed and everything. I just couldn't. So I said to my family I was sick and I stayed home by myself. Um, while I was in there, I decided, oh, look, I'll just sit by myself and I'll do my lesson study. And so I opened my pamphlet and it just wasn't happening. And I started to cry. And actually, embarrassingly, but I did it anyhow. I stood on my bed and I had a big tantrum. I had an, a big girl tantrum. I was praying, but at the top of my voice, I was screaming to God and I was crying and I ended up in, you know, the fits you get into if you cry and you shout and my throat was all raw and my eyes were sore and then the tears stopped Mm. and I collapsed. And while I was there in my pity party, I felt a physical presence. I felt as though God came into the room and hugged me. Mm. And, you know, I heard these words. Finally, you've decided to be honest with me. Now I can help you because you have finally given me your problem. Mm. I was really shocked because I found God in a way that I didn't even know I didn't have him. Mm. For the first time in my life, God is showing me that I was honest with him. You know, I've been taught or and rather I interpreted all the things I've learned about prayer to be I need to be polite and I need to say the right words and you need to do it quietly because quiet means reverence and here I was yelling at God at the top of my lungs and blaming him and there he was saying to me oh you've finally been honest with me that Mm -hmm. has changed my life because now I will take, if I'm angry, I will say to God, I'm really angry and I know that what I'm doing or what I'm thinking isn't right, but you need to fix it. And I'm not going to stop talking to you until I feel better. And and he helps. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the God we serve right from the beginning of the Bible. In Genesis 9, when, sorry, Genesis 3, when Adam and Eve sinned, 
God came into the garden and he said, where are you, Adam? He was not asking because he didn't physically know where Adam was. But where are you was so that Adam could reflect himself on where he was. God is not um, responsible for our misinterpretations. Mm. But he will always provide opportunities for us to learn. He has not promised smooth sailing, but he has promised his presence. In Isaiah, he has promised in um, chapter 43, verse 2, he has promised that no matter what happens, it won't overcome us because he's with us. So, yes, you'll lose your job. Yes, you may actually die from whatever it is you have and never get a cure. You may never walk again properly like you were before. That little thing, the doctors may not find out what it was and you're you're stuck with it for the next 10 years. Mm. But God is saying, I am good all the time and all the time God is good. So even though we do not get that thing, that thorn in our side taken away, what we will get is a closer relationship with God. Mm. For Job, what he got was to recognize and acknowledge the power of God. And I'm sure that never again in his experience did he ever doubt that God was close. Mm. Because he knew that no matter what happens, God was with him. Isaiah 41, 10 says, says to us, you know, God says, I am with you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Mm. And that's really important. And one of the most um, important verses for me when I'm going through difficulties is 1 Corinthians 2. 10 verse 13 and I want to share with you the Donna's version so the IDV International Donna version of that (laughs) text and it goes like this no trial or temptation or situation or difficulty has overtaken you except those things that everybody else's experiences Mm. but and but with all sorts of glitter and flashing lights and colour and bold and everything, even dancing, but... <laughs> and the rest of it is bold. And in the biggest font you can see in your heads. God is faithful. In other words, God is good all the time and all the time God is good because he will not allow you to be tempted or be put in a situation or have to face anything that is more than you are able to deal with. But with every difficulty or situation or temptation or trial, he will make a way of escape so that you are able to bear it and so that you become closer to him. Amen. I like Donna's version. (laughs) Oh, wow. God is good all the time. All the time, God is good. Thank you so much for joining us this morning, Donna. (coughs) Sorry, excuse me, everyone. Um, And I, I was just mentioning to you how much this topic is very fitting to what we've been talking about on Connecting the Dots lately. Last week, you heard Jason Cook and Tamika talking about... Um, Pride and Humility the week before uh, it was the three of us um, with Jason and Tamika and myself talking about pity and pride and I can't help but just look at this topic today and it's it just seems so fitting so thank you so much for joining us today 
Join us next week on Connecting the Dots. Um, you will have myself and Jason Cook. We'll be talking about the privilege of serving. So be sure to tune in for that. Join us on Monday as well with Jason Cook and Afi Tuoi. They will be continuing their um and continuing their journey through Ephesians chapter 1. And this will be part 2, so don't miss out on that as well. Also, just a reminder, we have our book offer, God is Listening, and that is Connect 38. Text that in to 0488880891. Thank you for joining us this morning. We hope you have a great day. Thank you, Donna, as well. And this next song is Always Good by Andrew Peterson. Take care, everyone. Do you remember how Mary was grieving? How you wept and she fell at your feet? If it's true that you know what I'm feeling Could it be that you're weeping with me? Arise, O oh Lord, and save me There's nowhere else Like I know